Coming up on today's federal newscast, how one IRS division is coping with a shrinking workforce. The first ever audit of the Defense Department's books comes to a close. And OPM wants to make it easier to examine senior executives' track record. These stories and more in today's federal newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm your host, Eric White. IRS's Criminal Investigations Division is turning to artificial intelligence to assist a shrinking workforce. The number of criminal investigation special agents dipped below 2,100 by the end of fiscal 2018, the lowest level since the 1970s. The division still opened up more than 2,800 cases in 2018, though, and had a conviction rate of more than 91%. A former IRS call center employee receives a 24-month jail sentence for identity theft. The Justice Department says Stephanie Parker used taxpayer information she obtained over the phone to file at least five fraudulent tax returns online while working as a contract center representative in Atlanta. DOJ says Parker sent the money to accounts owned by her friends. The former employee must also pay nearly $6,000 in restitution to the IRS. The Defense Department finishes its first-ever audit and fails to earn a clean opinion. The DoD Inspector General finds one of the biggest problems includes a lack of systems to prove the existence of or evaluate the value of property and equipment. Auditors say DoD also can't provide documentation to support financial transactions. The IG will release its full audit report in December. The Veterans Affairs Department says it's doing its best to fix IT problems that have delayed payments to GI Bill recipients, but there's no resolution in sight quite yet. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has more. As of this week, VA says it's behind on paying claims to about 56,500 students. That's down from 82,000 last week. But nearly 1,000 of those beneficiaries have been owed money for 60 days or more. The problems were sparked by legislation that changed the way VA calculates housing stipends for students. But department officials say there's no evidence the glitches have caused widespread evictions. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. Only one senior military official and one civilian official can attend a non-governmental event at the same time. Deputy Defense Secretary Patrick Shanahan confirms the rule was put in place in February and leaders must coordinate their appearances through a central DOD personnel office. Officials must get a waiver to send more than two people to an event. Shanahan says the rule is not hard and fast and depends on circumstances, though. Ken Thomas replaces Richard Thyssen as president of the National Active and Retired Federal Employees Association. Thomas started his career at the Rehabilitation Services Administration. He spent 35 years in government and built program management tools for the Social Security Administration and Education Department. He will serve a two-year term. Agencies should now have an easier time verifying if their senior executives are meeting performance standards and mission goals with the Office of Personnel Management. A series of changes to the SES performance appraisal certification process means agencies no longer need to formally renew their appraisal systems every two years. The process was long and complicated. OPM says the decision means it has more time to ensure agencies are actually using their executives to meet missions. Preparations are underway for the government's premier employee awards program. Here's Federal News Network's Tom Temin with more. 131 federal career executives and professionals have received presidential rank awards for 2018. Under federal law, only 1% of senior executive service members can receive awards in a given year. Awardees are nominated by their agency heads. NASA has 13 awardees this year, the most of any agency. 
The Senior Executives Association organizes an annual day-long workshop for the winners, scheduled for December 13th. I'm Tom Tammen. The Office of Federal Procurement Policy is going myth-busting for a fourth time. Deputy Administrator Leslie Field says another memo dispelling common acquisition fallacies is in the works. She says this latest iteration will remind agencies and industry of the previous three, as well as promote innovation through both FAR and non-FAR approaches to acquisition. And GSA wants to make it easier for agencies to buy advanced cyber services. Here's Federal News Network's Jason Miller. The General Services Administration plans to consolidate the number of special item numbers under its Highly Adaptive Cybersecurity Services, or HACS, portion of Schedule 70. GSA makes the changes after hearing from industry and agency customers that the current setup of four distinct SINs made it difficult to buy complete and integrated cybersecurity tools. The agency is also adding a new subcategory for high-value asset assessments. The hack sins have been popular, with agencies spending almost $8 million in these services, which is a 257% increase over last year at this time. I'm Jason Miller. You can find more information about these stories on our website. Head to federalnewsnetwork.com and search Federal Newscast. Follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. And you can also subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White. 